thank you, Amanda, and, and thank you, the members of West, and all the guests who have come out today. It is an honor to be able to come here and, and, and talk about this idea of ancestry. And, and, and so in the process, you know, I, um, Amanda Poppy, the senior leader here at West, she, she, she called or texted me something. And, and so I was elated and delighted that I was, you know, considered and thought of to come back and speak here. And, and so I, I was, you know, kind of like I said yes before I was like, and then I said, oh, hold up. What's, 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 the, what's the subject to be? What? <laughs> I jumped in the frying pan. And so she said, oh, it should, it's, it's about ancestry. It should be about ancestry. It should be about your work and ancestry. And, and so I said, mm, ancestry. And in my mind, I was like, what's that? You know, what, 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 well, why is what is ancestry and why is ancestry important or is it? You know, um, you know that this, this, this whole idea of those who have come before us and, and I, I, I listen to much of what has been done. I love Wes and the way things can unfold from I don't know if that's me because <laughs> I'm nowhere near anything so um, but there are ghosts in the building, ancestors they're with us. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the ancestors. They're here with us. And, and, and so, you know, within my mind, I started thinking about this idea of ancestry and more importantly, like I say, you know, um, how, how does it affect or how is it, how, how does this, uh, this, this genealogy impact, you know, the families that I work with? You know, um, you know they're not, they're, they're, many of them don't have the, 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 the prestigious people in their lineage. So, so genealogy, you know, what's that? And so genealogy, you know, it's that, that line. <laughs> They're here, okay? Of people that, that, that lead to where we are and who we are. And, and so, um, having come to West as often as I had, I, I, I learned something about, you know, where, where this whole idea came from. And so Felix Adler, right, the uh, philosopher and of, 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 of political and, and, and kind of like, you know, real, realism, the um, rational thinker and the, the, the uh, philosopher, he, he started thinking and he, he began to talk. And, and he, you know, being an early 20th century philosopher, he also, you know, founded this ethical movement and things of that nature. And later I'm going to say something else about the idea of it all, right? But, you know, what was important is he said that when we are about to embark uh, on a path hitherto uh, before untreaded that's likely to lead us to a new horizon, a new place in where we are, it appears most eminently important that we, um, you know, we should in the first place briefly review the public and the private life of the day. And so here I go again, I'm like, okay, that's good information now. So, so in my mind again, I say, well, when we begin to view the public and the private life of the day, are we not going back 
and relying on the wisdom of those who have come before us. And I guess this lineage and this 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 this, this um, bloodline stuff, this 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 whole idea of this arc of 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 ancestry can inform us. It can help us along our way. And so Felix Atlas said, the past speaks to us in a thousand voices, warning, comforting, uh, animating, and stirring us to action. It calls upon us to to listen and look and, and think of the great thinkers and writers that have written about the deepest problems confronting our existence. And so today... In thought of ancestry, I ask that you come with me and, and let us listen and hear what the collective ancestry, as we talk about individual ancestry, is and ideas of ancestry, and get a clear understanding of what that is. So some of us can, some of us can 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 really say and 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 attach to the fact that I have very prestigious and important people, you know, in my ancestry. And some of us, we lay claim to having scoundrels, you know. Um, some of us, some of us have, have, have people in our ancestry. They fought in the uh, Revolutionary War. They fought in the Civil War. And some of us, you know, they fought for civil rights. Um, so um, when we think about the collective ancestry and groups of ancestry, so we think about, well, some people, you know, um, we're black and they ancestry lead back to a place we now call Africa. Others who were born here in this country, the country we now call America, you know, their ancestry impends upon them a certain um, trait, certain modes of thinking. So this is what ancestry does. This is what's important about it. And then there's some of us who are white whose ancestry basically takes them back to the several European countries. So, so, so what else can we um, think about ancestry to give us clear understanding of ancestry and how ancestry can do some of what uh, Felix Adler has said? So, so we know that we have this whole class system idea of things, and so when we look at it and we think of it, some of us can lay claim to the fact that we're part of that, 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 that gentry, that's just below the nobility. And then there are those of us who, uh, you know, of the more modern, um, uh, 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 guess in some, some form or fashion, less nobler um, following. So we're, we're, we're part of that lower class of people, you know. And so later I'm going to tell you something else about that as well. And then to help us get a really clear um, uh, uh, concept of ancestry and this whole idea of a collective ancestry is I, I, I recognize it that some of us uh, were uh, colonized farmers and while others who look like me were slaves bound to slaveholders and that there were also others who were and, and have become great athletes. You know, We know that in addition to those things that we have uh, individuals whose ancestors, because of the different work that they did, you know, 
uh, were impended with certain ideas. So it's important to recognize these factory workers and mine workers because your ancestry speaks to you from the position in life where they are. And they impend upon you certain ideas and it causes you to operate in a certain fashion. So in addition to that, we have this, this body that should represent us, that we lift up. And Amanda said something, a call to action, a, you know, uh, uh, aimed at the mayor. And so we have a governmental body that is a part of our ancestry that does certain things in the realm of our existence that says to us certain things. They make the laws. And so we also, in addition to the lawmakers, we have famous outlaws. So, um, so, so that's kind of like an overall view of that. And so all of us have many ancestors, and, and, and you, like me, could not exist as we exist right now at this moment were it not for those who came before us, both those in our direct lineage and those who have operated in the sphere where our uh, ancestors existed. And so uh, we have their traits, we, we, we have their features and, and such. And thousands of voices, as Atlas has said, over thousands of years have fashioned and shaped who we have become. If one person in my personal ancestral history a thousand years ago or thousands of years ago, any one person had... Had, 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 had not met and, and, and had relations with the individual that they had relations with. You know, had, 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 had one person not been born along the line of me being in the place that I am right now today, I'd be somebody different. You'd be somebody different. And, and, and so... I mean, every person from a thousand or thousands of years ago to this point is important, has been important, and is a part of uh, who I have become, who you have become, and is a part of my family tree and a part of your family tree, and that these trees are interconnected. We can't exist. You know, our branches are going to touch at some point in time. And so it's important to have this conversation of ancestry and make it clear so that we understand. And, and so, you know, I would, not, I would not be standing here with you exploring ancestry here at West today if any one of those individuals had not connected. You know, and so it took thousands of people, thousands over thousands of years, you know, meeting the right person, connecting with the right person, having the right child, uh, and so everybody who's here is here because of that process, and that's a good process. And so I said I'd come back to Adler because I want to drive it home, because for many of us who are in this room, ethical society is a part of us. It shapes us. The children who went off, they're moving from this place to the next place along that arc. And so let's think for a moment. Let's, let's, let's go back. 1876. Felix Adler. He's called to do something. Pretty much like me. You know. I'm a little older than he was, right? But at 26, if he's not called to go to Emmanuel to give 
the speech that he gave, which led to his contemplation, which ultimately gave birth to ethical culture. So if he's not called to do that, we don't be where we are right now. I just wanted to share that with you before I turn directly to talking about a group of individuals by circumstances of my own that I've come to support and, 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 and represent. The children of those who are incarcerated. So I try to have conversations with them, not nearly as detailed as the conversation I'm having now about staying connected to their loved ones who are in prison. You know, that's, that's a conversation that I've been having. That You know, we got to sit down and we got to write your mother or write your father. And well, they don't write me. Well, if you write them, they will probably write you. They probably don't write. I don't know why they don't write, but I think we should make the connection. And so these are the kinds of ancestral type of conversations that I've had with the children that I've been working with, just trying to keep them connected to their mother or their father who's in prison. And in some other cases, you know, an older brother or sibling or, or an uncle or something. So, so, so um, being called upon to bring this all together has helped me be able to have a more in-depth conversation with them as we move forward along the arc of life. And so... You know, as I said earlier, not everyone has the ability to lay claim to someone famous uh, in their lineage. But that doesn't make their, 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 their uh, genealogical uh, 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 existence any less important than those of us who can lay claim to a Roosevelt or an Obama. So... Um, we must realize that all of our, uh, all of our, 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 our genes, are all of, all of our fibers, all of our, our, our physical makeup and our mental makeup begins with those ancestors. And they speak to us. And they will continue to speak to us. And as we move through life, we will become the ancestors and we will begin to speak to others. So, um, the incarcerated are disconnected for a number of reasons. You know, and, and, and the most obvious reason that, that, that they are is because they have been separated from society and so we have fathers who are in prison and mothers who are in prisons and other people like that, and the children don't get to know who they are. And, and this is a really um, kind of like magnified situation here in the District of Columbia. And the reason why that is is because D.C. is not a state. D.C. doesn't have a, a, a prison like states. States are mandated to have a prison to house its prisoners who receive a, day, a, a year and a day more. You know, you get county jails, they keep you up to a year and stuff like that. But D.C. doesn't have that, uh, that, that space for people. So we're D.C. prisoners. They're scattered all across the country. And we could have a long conversation about that. But I want to kind of lay that out so you understand why I do the work that I do in trying to keep families connected, trying to keep the ancestral connection going, is that we become stronger 
when we have greater information. Remember, Adler said that a thousand voices, they speak to us, they, they tell us certain things, they impel us, they cause us to move, they agitate, they care for us. So the children of incarcerated people don't have that connection because their families are displaced. And, and, and so the work that I do has to do with trying to bring them back together. And in the meantime, what do we do? Is we try to bring that breath of the ancestors to the uh, new life and keep them connected in that fashion. So it would be hard to, to, to help people understand what that's like without a real personal piece. So I thought about talking about a few different children, and I said, no, I need to probably just make it real personal. So who is Stuart's father? You know, who is my father? Where is my father? Where is he from? Yanceyville, North Carolina. That's where he is now. He was born there. He left there. He came to D.C. He had a child, and somewhere along the line, he left and never came back. Why? I don't know. What's his story? Still trying to figure it out. But still today, I do know that part of who he was is who I am. His absence has impended certain, you know, things on me. And for better or worse, you know, Hurley Totten is down in Yanceyville right now today. And I'm here in D.C., and I'm operating, I do look like him. I did see him recently. And so my mother, who is she, Nell Anderson, with her with her sisters came here from South Carolina. You know? And so knowing something about where your ancestors were reared can also help you understand you know, a little bit more about yourself. So Nell Anderson's mother was a lady named Annie Mae Woodruff. And Annie Mae Woodruff came from a place that is now called Woodruff, South Carolina, which was a territory at one point, and where some Indians lived. I don't know who those Indians were. You know, it's a lot of crisscross and mashing, and they were pushed. And so we're back to this idea of government. I want to tie it all together. I want people to understand why I even mentioned government. My little first opening piece is that because of government policies, government actions, things of that nature, people are pushed and moved and displaced, and things happen, and all of that, has some meaning for us that only having an understanding, a, a, a vision of our ancestry can help us get to clear, clarify and be able to make sense of and make use of. And so I have somewhere down the line some attachment to some Indians. I don't know which ones, you know. And I, I have... Ancestral roots in North Carolina, ancestral roots in South Carolina, and my children can talk about having, oh, yeah, my father was from D.C., my mother was from New York, and we have these different connections to people who existed in certain situations. We can look at those situations. We can learn things. We can study um, Caswell County, North Carolina, or Spartanburg, South Carolina, and learn things about the peach people there who definitely had the ability to uh, impend some ideas onto our ancestral forefathers and foremothers. And so that's where we are with this idea of ancestry, is that 
All of these things that we've just discussed, that I've just shared with you, can help us along the idea of understanding all of our ancestors and how the collective ancestry can help us move forward along a road towards what I'd like to see is a social justice uh, platform. And so uh, I thank you very much. I hope that what I've said will help you. One of the things you do have that, that we have now is, is, is we have the ability to go to the Internet. And a lot of people are plugging stuff in on the Internet. And so we can learn more about our ancestry because somebody else who's connected to us has, 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 has been displaced. And they're somewhere else on the West Coast, East Coast, somewhere else. And they put in their great-grandmother's name, who happens to have been your great-grandmother's name. And we can connect like that. And that's beautiful to be able to make those connections and then figure out how to make sense of it. So I thank you again for allowing me to come and share with you my thoughts, my ideas on what ancestry is, and I'm always glad to come back. Thank you.